Versus start as early as possible and don't waste your time. Mm. Uh, define your priorities and each day study something new. And mm. don't hesitate to ask. People are open when they uh, when they ask. So if you have a question, uh, you may ask someone and he will respond. That. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that has built uh, several businesses or startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as a founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where we uh, help startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And uh, if you ever need help with your patents or trademarks, feel free to go to strategymeeting.com and we're always here to help. Now, today we have another great guest on the uh, podcast, and it's Maxim, and I'm not even going to pr- attempt to pronunciate or pronounce his last name. I'm going to call him Maxim S or Max S. Uh, but Max is, um, he has been in, calling himself, or certainly would call himself an entrepreneur. He's been in the software architecture and security space, as well as the AI or artificial intelligence space for quite a while. Um, prelude to that, he's been in the uh, software engineer for about 15 years, so he got his software engineering degree out of school. He worked for some smaller businesses doing uh, security research and software development, jumped around a bit and did some higher level tasks, worked for a small or big business for a short or a short stint, and then moved back into smaller businesses before uh, then kind of going off and doing his own thing, which is what he's doing today with um, AI, or AI and software security. So with that much as an introduction, welcome onto the podcast, Max. Hi, Devin. Hi, guys. So, so uh, uh, yeah, so I gave a short introduction on you, but maybe uh, let's take your journey back to when you got your software engineering degree and kind of tell us how you got or how that started with you. Yeah, I will come with a long introduction. So what I do is uh, two things, uh, mm. data analysis and data transmission. I'm keen for both. The mm. first one is mathematical modeling. And I do markets, uh, events modeling, text analysis, some predictions, data predictions, and so on and so forth. The mm. second one is software security, software security architecture. And mm. I built a number of products during my life and uh, which, are, which are related, uh, which are strongly related to software security. Mm. And uh, what I do now is mostly data transmission security. So data trusts, uh, cryptography, network protocols, all, all together is, uh, it comes to a big security complex. That's what I do in the security hmm. space. So no, and I think that's a good introduction is kind of now what you do. So, and, and as I, as you can guess, and the inventive journey is all about the journey, right? So part of where it's at is how did you get to where you're at today? And how did you get into AI and doing the business and, and building things around that, that you've uh, done over your career? So now let's take that journey back in time a bit, time to where, you know, so you were in college and you were uh, getting a software engineering degree. You're coming out of college, trying to decide what you do. So as you're coming out of college, how did you start out? How did you start out your career? or Where did you start your career? I was start a bit earlier. When I was eight, I wrote my first computer program. Right. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it, what it did, <laughs> but it was uh, uh, it was my first uh, software written in C, plain C language. So that uh, 
that was a, ga a game, as far as I remember. But uh, since then, I evolved as a developer. I develop. I developed uh, uh, from small utilities to complex solutions. Uh, but the understanding that I want to be a software engineer mm. came a bit later. I developed my first program, but in several years, I decided to uh, to dedicate my life to software. So, but um, I started from um, low-level development. Mm. So that means uh, assembly language, uh, processor instructions, uh, some were very uh, time uh, time optimizations. So when you are lack you are lack of resources and you need to uh, your application your program need to uh, make as fast as is possible. Mm. That that what I did uh, for about ten years. And so, uh, also, dive, so that's a yeah. long time to dive in. So first of all, that's cool that you're very cool that you wrote your first software program at the age of eight. I wasn't even, I didn't even know what a computer probably, I, maybe I knew what a computer was, but that's about all I knew at the age of eight. And so kudos to you to, to be able to dive into that. So you did that. Now you, you went, go off to college. So you kind of get started down the career or go down that path at eight. Did you, so did you carry that interest into high school? Did you keep programming, keep coding or how did you, you know, what did that kind of, once you were, once you did coding, you were hooked or how did that work out for you? Yeah, of course. Of course, I keep I kept coding and I involved as a coder. Uh, I started learning new skills in languages, uh, new platforms. There was uh, these times, these years. There wasn't too many uh, options for developer. Mm. Uh, now, now we have a lot of frameworks, but these days there wasn't uh, wasn't too many. And uh, the, the obvious things were to go to low level development, which I went to. Mm. So that's that was uh, that you 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 know that's uh, professionals of some levels uh, talking to each other that I'm true professional you're not. <laughs> so I thought that low level developer is more professional than the high level developer. Mm. So so you, so you continue on that passion and that drive. So you did it throughout high school. You went and got your software engineering degree. So now you're coming out of college. And so you, let's say you're looking for the first job, right? You want to actually make some money, start to pay off loans or start to be able to cash flow your life. So did you start going out and working for big business, small business, or where did you start out your career once you had that uh, software engineering degree? I started, as, uh, I started as a private company in the... Uh, in the um, like right after I graduated from the university, I started as private software developers, like uh, uh, offer offer consultancies to various various people. But it, uh, this uh, this occupation won't last uh, a long time. So mm. I found uh, first my first job since. Uh, Half a year I graduated from university. This job was related to software engineering. That was software engineering. And uh, that, was, uh, that wasn't that was a big company. Uh, hmm. Being honest, I don't like big companies. Hmm. I prefer small because the employees there are universal. They hmm. can do this, 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 and this. And uh, 
it's it gives smaller companies give more opportunity, more opportunity for employees to grow. Hmm. So no, and so you so you graduate, you go and work out for, or go work for the small company. And I think you mentioned when we talked a little bit before the podcast, you were doing kind of security research, and you were a software developer, and then you kind of moved up a little bit of the chain of command, so to speak, and went more to software architecture and started working on higher level tasks. Now, if I remember right, you did mention that you you know you did go work for a big business or a bigger company for about six months and decided you didn't like that. Is that right? Absolutely. So that was uh, that was second step. Hmm. Second step in my journey. First, I, I built uh, built my uh, experience working on smaller companies, and then I decided, yeah, I need to go to try myself in uh, companies like uh, like or giants. I need to try uh, try to uh, to look at everything by their eyes. How do they how do they treat the world? I understand that uh, I I'm losing. Many things when I go from small company, when I upgrade from small company to a big one, mm. I'm losing my flexibility. But at the same time, I become more stable. I mm. gain more stability. Uh, and I, after I worked half a year, I realized that this stability not for me. I would better go to do things we are used to do. So you said, okay, I'm going to go try and work for the big company. It'll give me the stability, a, a, you know, a, a good paycheck each, you know, that I can count on and those things. And then after six months, you're basically saying, yes, this ability is great, but I can't, or I'm not cut out for the big business type of thing. I like the small culture. I like to have more of an impact and, and those type of things. So you decide, okay, had enough of the big business. I'm going back to small businesses. So where did you go from there? So you had your small stint in a big company. Did you go back to your, another small company or where did you go from there? Uh, correct. I decided to uh, answer the first question. Uh, I decided to go back because I realized that in big companies, you just go straight forward. Mm. Where company go, you go there. You have no chance to say, say to bring some improvement to the company. Because the the big company is a big machine. You cannot just invent something in that. Mm. Uh, the reason why I think so is uh, I seen an example when uh, my colleague uh, he he just uh, he just invented some uh, he, he invented something uh, some software and tried to sell the software to the company he worked at. Hmm. And uh, his boss told him, "Okay, I know that you invented, you uh, you wrote something on, during night time, and you want us to buy it. Okay, hmm. we can do it. But if you fail, that means you'll be fired immediately. Hmm. If your software fails, it will be your personal failure. But if you if you just sit sit on the chair and don't do nothing." It will be all uh, all other success. Hmm. No, no, I think that makes sense. And so, I mean, I and I'm personally a small company guy. I like to be able to do my own thing, run my own thing, have that impact, and actually say, okay, when I do something, it actually you can see the results as opposed to when you're working for a big company. Oftentimes, you know, you're a much smaller cog in a much bigger wheel type of a thing. So. So you did that, you moved back to the small company because, you know, saying, hey, big companies, they lack personality. You can't necessarily be your own person. You can't have that impact and all of those things. And, and you know, 
that wasn't that good fit. So now, you know, so you work for the, the small company for a continued period of time. And then how did you, you know, so now you've doing, and then where along that path did you get to where you're at today of how did you continue to navigate? Are you still with the small company? Did you decide to go out and do your consulting or where did you go from there? Uh, after I moved out from the uh, big company, I got, I decided to extend my my passion to uh, software security. Mm. I dedicate myself to software security. And so I, I found a company which was relatively small. So it was 20 people only, mm. 20, 20 members. And uh, so I, I went there as a software developer, just, just a simple software developer. And after a couple of years, mm. I led a, the whole department, the whole department, which is was dedicated to software security, because uh, software security development, because no one in the company, no one in this company, known what to do with that. Mm. So my, I brought my experience with me. I brought everything, and uh, so started founded a new department, a new department within the company. Mm. So I'll go ahead. Yeah, after, after that, in several years, I, uh, of course, I was aware of modern trends. I f- definitely follow, uh, follow the trends of uh, uh, artificial intelligence, which happens, uh, which surround me. They read newspaper articles, I read news, uh, read books every day for several hours. Uh, so I... Uh, I tried myself in uh, modeling, mm. what I do now, and uh, I found a mix that's like blend of security and and AI. Mm. Um, and soon after, I moved out to another company. Uh, I uh, tried. Every, every my switch, every my company change is that I brought something to the new company, new new workplace. But at the same time, I get something from there. So, and now uh, after this this journey uh, in security and AI, I say that I work in conjunction in conjunction of modeling security and uh, behavioral psychology so so now you do that so now remind me what you now you work for a small company you kind of found your for lack of a better word niche of hey this is where i can fit in where i can do security where i can do ai where i can kind of utilize my skills now are you doing consulting did you stay with a small company how did you kind of make bringing it up till to where you're at today you know what are you doing today is it kind of a mix of working for small businesses doing your own thing or how did that play out for you I, uh, yes, absolutely right. I, nowadays, I work as an independent consultant. I offer consultant services for security and security architecture and AI. Uh, And at the same time, I have a couple of clients who are are more than just clients. They are companies where I employ it. 
So, and what made you decide? So you, you worked for a small business, worked for a big business, went back to small business, and now you're doing consulting. What made you go from, you know, working for the small business to saying, hey, I'm going to go for doing consulting? What made you kind of make that switch or that transition? I try, I try myself in any particular area. So mm. I, I, need to, uh, I need to understand where the better. Mm. And now I think that uh, for me, independency is... Uh, the best one so Mm. of course i run of course i run some side projects on my own that's uh, i am more about playing and experiencing what what's going on so how to implement my skills my knowledge to products which which will be helpful for people okay no makes perfect sense and I, you know, and again, it kind of goes back to, it's, it's always, you know, for me in personality, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs and people, you like to have the ability to control your own path, control your own uh, direction. And it makes sense that, you know, you kind of go out on your own so that you can say, hey, this is where I can specialize, provide the most value, and then I can work with clients that I can help the most. So, so that kind of brings you up to where you're at today. So now as we were to say, you know, looking at the next six months to a year, where do you see yourself headed? Does it continue to be a consultant, continue to grow your client base, or do you see it going off in a new direction, or how do you see it working out for the next six to 12 months for you? Uh, for the next year, I'm going to extend my consultancy services. I am going to continue and uh, make it more solid, make mm-hmm. it strong, uh, get the client base uh, and uh, extend my client base. And mm-hmm. then at this point, after a year, I will decide where to go further. Okay, so continue to grow the client base, continue to make it uh, bigger and better and, and uh, continue to work yep. in the areas that you love, do that for the next year, and then continue to reevaluate and see as, as things continue to unfold where you're going to, or passing. So perfect. Well, now I've, we've reached a point in the podcast. I always ask two questions towards the end of the podcast. So we're going to jump to those now. So the first question I always ask is along your journey, what was your worst business decision you ever made and what did you learn from it? Uh, the worst thing I have, uh, uh, is that I haven't started that before. Mm. I should start my consulting, uh, consulting services as, as, uh, as long as I uh, graduated from a university. So we're almost 20 years ago. That would be uh, a, a good chance for me to make a big, big consistent market. Hmm. You know, and I think that that, you know, certainly is a, a bit of a common thread that you hear amongst, uh, you know, different people is, you know, my biggest mistake is I should have started earlier. I, I, this is fun. I enjoy it. It's, I'm passionate about it. And if only I'd started earlier, how much farther ahead would I have been and how much more would I have enjoyed it? So I think that, you know, that one's certainly a commonality of wanting to, you know, once you get the, that bug, once you try it out and you're successful and you can, you know, start to do what you want to do always wanting to do it or wishing you'd done it earlier, making that dive earlier. So I think that's a one that we hear repeatedly and I think it makes complete sense. So now the second question I always ask is, so if you're now talking to someone that's just getting into startups or small businesses, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Uh, I'll give several. First is start as early as possible and don't waste your time. Mm. Uh, define your priorities and each day study something new and don't hesitate to ask people are open when they uh, when they ask so if you have a question uh, you may ask someone and he will respond definitely 
No, and I, I like that. And I think it makes sense, you know, and I haven't liked the end of that. You know, if you have questions, ask, you know, ask people. And I think that that's oftentimes us as, you know, people as entrepreneurs, you too, oftentimes you're too worried about asking questions or you want to know or show that you know everything or you're doing the making the right decisions. But I like the idea of even asking people because that's a, a great place for knowledge that you can oftentimes get farther ahead, more understanding and, great, and, every, and a great understanding. And so to take that leap of asking people questions, learning from other people is a great thing that I think uh, certainly reinforces. Well, as people want to reach out to you, they want to hire you as a consultant, they want to know more about what you're doing, they want to ha- or pick your brain about cyber or security, they want to ask you about AI, any or all of the above, what's the best way to reach out to you or get to find out more about you? Uh, through the website. I have a website, uh, which is uh, linkmaxlive.com. There's a possibility to book a consultancy and uh, the first consultancy is always free hmm. and then i understand the re- client requirements and i understand uh, what the task is and then take time to prepare and then we can uh, can discuss in more detail all right and that's just your first name max and then your last name and how do you pronounce your last name one more time see life s-i-l-a-e-v all right, so Max, so Max and then S-I-L-A-E-V-E.com is your website, and they can certainly find out a bit more about you, schedule the free consultation, kind of get a, a get a scope of uh, what they might need and what or services you might be able to provide. So perfect. Well, I certainly in reach, or invite everybody to check, check you out more on the website, reach out to you, Max, and to uh, certainly use your services. Now, for all of you that are listeners, if you want to come on to the Inventive Journey and you have your own journey to tell, feel free to apply to be on the podcast by going to inventivejourneyguest.com. If you're a listener, make sure to click subscribe to get notifications as all the new awesome episodes come out. And last but not least, if you ever need help with your help with your patents and trademarks, feel free to reach out to us at uh, Miller IP Law by going to strategymeeting.com and grab some time and we're happy to help. Thank you again, Max. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun to hear your journey and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you, David.